What is up, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berti here. In this episode, we are going to talk about how we can, in this world of uncertainty and a lot of stress, how do we reduce our stress? How are we able to be the leaders for others and for ourselves? That is what we are going to talk about in this episode. Our guest who joins us today, she empowers heart-centered spiritual seekers of fundamental well-being, change makers, and conscious leaders to move beyond personal and relational conflict by helping them liberate the power of their authentic innermost self. She hosts the Quantum Shift podcast, is the author of the book Voices of the 21st Century, and is the founder of the Quantum Shift Inner Power Circle. Our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Shauna Pelton. Shauna, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. It's great to be here with you. Shauna, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And this world's moving fast. Like mm-hmm. There's just so many different curveballs, so many different things coming at us all at once. And it's been a reason for a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. So with people who maybe they face heightened stress or they don't like some of the uncertainty, how can we focus more on ourselves and the things that we can affect rather than falling into the cesspool of things we can't control and things that are just there to frustrate us? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's a challenge for most of us in any given normal time and add 2020 to the mix. And (laughs) now you can see we have this increased level of pressure and and it's coming at us from every angle. You know, the really important issues that people are most passionate about are on the table. And of course, business is um, at the forefront for your listeners, I'm sure. And the the real thing that... um, that's most important to understand is that, you know, it's a mental uh, issue that affects the physical body and affects the emotional well-being of a person. And it actually has, um, you know, a rippling effect in every area of our life. And so I think the first and foremost thing to recognize to to do is to recognize, you know, it's like recognize when you feel that stress before it becomes Mm -hmm. that really like heightened state of, of breakdown for people Mm -hmm. or overwhelm for people, which it does turn into for, for many of us, it translates into anxiety. Um, It can actually go to the condition of depression for, for others. And um, you know, that just leads us down a really dark path. And just hearing what Shauna said, I think the thing that's going to resonate with a lot of people is this analogy where you put the frog on the mm-hmm. oven. So it's one of yeah, those yeah, analogies. Yeah. But the idea is that right. like it doesn't How do you really, boil a frog? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't notice. And unless you like do a sharp raise in the temperature, it's not going to notice. So you could gradually right. do it. And stress works very similarly where it's one small thing that could stress us. We're like, oh, we're macho. We can handle this. But then it's like the fifth thing that comes at us that we still haven't solved one through four where the mess really happens. So yeah. very we- wise, very wise. And that's so true. I mean, it's that little thing that we think, uh, you know, oh, okay, you know, someone should be able to handle this small thing. But as it re- relates to everything else, when you look at the big picture, it's like that, the straw that broke the camel's back concept. Um, And 
I think that right now we are in a situation where we really need to be extra gentle on ourselves, you know, give ourselves some slack. It's not a time to be that like kind of force, forceful, like push through it and it's just pain. And you know, that like energy, like sometimes you go to certain classes, which are helpful. It's like having a coach that's going to push you through something. When it comes to this level of stress, it's actually more harmful to your long-term well-being to try and force yourself into just doing the things that you need to get done, to force yourself into productivity. Um, it causes extreme burnout. And as a matter of fact, what's at risk? If we don't stop and actually tend to these subtle, like, things that are starting to happen in people's lives, like those little anxieties that are, are creeping in, or, you know, it translates in, into so many different areas of people's lives and experiences. But as it relates to that risk, you know, we risk having, um, you know, a burnout with whatever our business is, you know, we don't have that joy if we're under severe psychological distress. Um, we also risk the loss of our health. Um, in my, in a portion of my career, I worked in a health clinic and the, the majority of people who came in with really serious chronic illness, the one thing that they had in common was that they had prolonged stress, um, or it was like an onset of a grief experience that they didn't really, uh, solve or not solve, have resolve, I should say, and, and make amends with. Um, and so chronic health issues are typically like, it's like what happens after it's like the aftermath of unmanaged, um, stress. Um, and the other thing is like we can hit our rock bottom, you know, like people end up resorting to uh, self-medication, uh, self-destructive behaviors, poor self-care rituals, you know, they go to the thing that's the easiest, mm. quick fixed food, right? Or um, they say the thing that is just not in what they they know is the best thing to say to someone. They actually say something maybe inflammatory and they cause conflict. So essentially it really causes a breakdown in every area of our life. And we're really at risk right now more than ever. I mean, yes, there's stress. There's always going to be, and it doesn't necessarily um, translate into a bad thing to have stress. But when we have this much um, all at once, something's mm -hmm. going to give. And I really like how Shauna mentions the quick fix because she's mentioning how the straw breaks the camel's back. And rather than address it, you could distract yourself. You can go to food. You can go to YouTube. You can go to all these different things that don't really solve the situation. And it's like, you don't want to sleep with those thoughts. Like if I have something like, I got to get this done and I'm in bed with it, like I'll wake up and I will like, you know, I will stop my nap. I'll stay up later. And it's a thing that I have to address rather than mm -hmm. sleeping on it. And I feel like so many people are looking for that quick fix. They're looking for a way to right. ignore the pain. And the question I have is with so many people just ignoring the pain, like, you know, as we mentioned, the four, first four things lead up to the fifth thing. And that's what breaks us rather than this one independent event. How can we delicate, uh, have this delicate mix of addressing the very first thing that causes us stress and not slowing down, not mm -hmm. getting stuck, 
not turning into victim either because I feel like one one of the things is you look at all these stressful situations and you just look at the bad. So like, how do we go through that delicate path? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, well, first, I think that most people are aware that they're in some form of self-destructive behavior, even if it's just little things, you know, like binge, binge watching TV all weekend. <laughs> right like or that's a small example or just numbing yourself with food or substances that cause you to have like you know that take you away from what you're thinking or what you're stressed about or worried about um and so it's that awareness that matters it's like pay attention to those little cues that we have inside of us our wiser self is gentle it's going to let us like know that we're off track or something's not gonna get us to that that results that we want um, so listening to that voice is important but it's that like how do we create that shift um, that's the challenge for most people because it's as if you're imagine this it's like you're um, a train on a track and you're, you know, got, you've got this momentum, you're going in a certain direction and you have all of the energy of that like caboose behind you and it's pushing the engine forward, the, the carriage forward. And when I think about like these self-care rituals um, that help us change really drastically too and can really make a huge impact but why pe people know that they need to do it, but they just don't do it. And it's because of that that momentum that they have and the direction that they're already in. Um, and then the shift comes with the first, the awareness piece, and then creating some form of like, sac I call it the sacred space. And what does it mean? It's like, it's special to you. It's your own private time. It's this time when you're not thinking about the outside world. You're not worried about your day or your work or your clients or whatever um, problems that you're faced with. You're actually doing something that is for you, for your health, for your heart happiness, um, for your, your mental clarity and re relaxation, um, and for your body. And everybody has different things that they know works best for them. So I think it's unique to the individual, but there are some common things that help uh, across all. A common thread would be meditation. You know, when people say to me like, oh, I can't meditate, that just tells me that they haven't been with the either the right trainer or they haven't learned those like that little shift that happens when you get into that zone. Um, and then there's many ways of meditation. So it's like, well, maybe you didn't try the one that's the best one mm -hmm. for you. But we need to like exercise our brain that way, which means like shut it down from all stressful thoughts and worry and fear. That's a big challenge for a lot of people. Um, and so anyway, as we create like the sacred time, the sacred space to work on ourselves, then what happens is like we end up building momentum. So to shift gears to get off that one way track, that fast track to nowhere, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so that would be where I'd start. Make it simple and, and have it be about yourself. You know what you need to make your heart happy. And I think with self-care, so many people don't think about that. They think about caring for other people or they're selfish. Like you got, unfortunately, you got both extremes. And if you're on the selfish category, you're not doing it proper. Like you're not doing the self-care. It's more of like personal gain and 
like the, like selfish and self-care are very right. different things. That's it's the key so point true. I want to bring home. And one of the things I want to get into is with this concept of self-care meditation, as Shona mentioned, a lot of people will say like, I don't have time to do meditation, yeah. but mm-hmm. I mean, in the time you listen to a breakthrough success episode, mm-hmm. you could close your eyes for a minute and just listen mm-hmm. to me and Shona or listen to me and whoever the other guest is on there. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a one hour long meditation. You don't have to go assemble all of your candles and things exactly. like that. Like some people do, but you yeah. don't have to, if that's not for you. So totally. how can we, we know what we have to do. How do we start incorporating it into our daily action? Well, I actually found that accountability is, is, is key for this. Um, so having someone that you can trust, that you have uh, support from, whether it is a coach, a guide, a teacher, a healer, or perhaps a buddy, right? An accountability buddy, someone that you make a pact with and together you are doing this thing and, and you're committed to helping each other, right? So uh, accountability is key. Community is also helpful because when you're in a, a community of like minds, you know, people who are um, committed to that same objective, to have the same outcome, to, to share these experiences and in and, and a group setting, um, you feel that nurturing from community. And so, you know, we're not, uh, actually one of the interesting things about stress is that when we're isolated, it's accentuated. When we feel lonely and when we feel all alone in our problems and we don't have anyone to lean on, I see this a lot, believe it or not. Um, the, the people that I've worked with who are like really, really high level business professionals where perhaps they have hundreds of people that depend on them with their companies or um, they're as managers, you know, they have teams that, that seek guidance from them. They feel the lonely, loneliest come to find out. They're the ones that feel the most isolated and they feel the weight of the world on their shoulders. Um, and um, it's not to take away from other people's experiences that are isolating as well, but it's to say that everyone needs community. Um, and so I think that's another important piece is to find a group that you can um, be on this journey with. I actually call it the journey of self-mastery. So like you said, you know, it's like not, there's a healthy selfish, you know, it's knowing that we, it's that that to be, you know, to go to risk going to the place of cliche, it's the putting the mask on yourself before you put the mask on the child, so to speak, mm-hmm. in the airplane, what they teach you, right? You know, everyone remembers airplanes, right? It feels like ages ago that I was on one. <laughs> but, um, but it's this idea that we are, uh, it's important to have that, like, uh, the thing that we do for ourselves is not, is not in vain. It's actually for self-mastery because when you master yourself in your mind, right? Mental clarity, mental focus. When we're stressed, we don't have that. When we're under this severe psychological distress, our mind is on survival. Physically, there's a location in the brain that your focus goes to. And when you're there, you're not clear uh, in your head. You're not making rational decisions. You're not 
you're not saying the best profound things, <laughs> you know, you're not coming up with, um, with something new. You're actually stuck in this, like, this survival mode. So your physical body will go to the place of survival, which is the energy of fight or flight, right? And then your emotions go to that place, which is like sensitive, right? So um, it is important to practice for self-mastery. So as I mentioned, you know, it's this, this thinking about a change in the mindset from like, oh, you know, like I've got to work on myself to I get to. Mm. I'm committed, so committed to what I want to achieve in this world. I'm so committed to my mission in my business, to serving people to the degree that I'm, that's possible, right? That I'm capable of. So therefore, I'm going to also be committed to self-mastery because that's how you align with your happiness in this world that's how you align with your success in this world we're not just working for the sake of being productive and getting more things done um, you know there's purpose behind our our actions and so if we think in, the, in alignment with that you know in terms of like you know meaningful um, moments you know life is full of of meaning and purpose when you are in that place of clarity and you know that i call it a grounded state of being opposite of what it feels like to be stressed and i really love how it's just about mindsets but how you frame things and i think that it's really crystallized when shauna said I don't have to, I get to. And if you view that with all the work that you're doing, if you view that with spending time with family, if you view that for all of your life decisions, the I get to piece, that's where the growth happens. And if you're saying I have to and you can't flip it to I get to, you may just want to do something else. I mean, life is short and money is definitely important, but you want to think about how much of it do you need. You want to think about what are you doing to live a happy life because a lot of people work eight hours a day. Are you happy during those eight hours? Because it's not like you have 24 hours. No one has 24 hours in the day. You have eight hours to sleep. You have eight hours to work. And you got eight hours of in between. There's going to be a little fluctuation for people, but that's basically what it is. So make sure you get to do stuff instead of having to do stuff. Shauna, this has been such a pleasure. You have delivered so many great insights for us. I think you, uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, you should make sure to check out Shauna and her work with those links in the show notes. What would you like us to throw in the show notes just so everyone listening can, you know. You know, I actually have um, a free course to support people on beginning their journey this way. It's called the Envisioneering Quest. And it's because it incorporates three things that um, everyone needs to get started. And it's the ability to use your mind and your imagination to, ima to envision what's possible when things are, are you know, changed. Um, and it's engineering, you know, build, build, building the plan of how you're going to get there. And then as a pioneer, you're taking action to to explore new terrain, right? It's like, all right, I'm going to go do this thing and it's exciting. So Envisioneering Quest is a free offer that I, that I have for people. So if they go to my website, they'll be able to um, sign up for that for free. We will have Shauna's site down below. Make sure you get into that free course. Shauna, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Oh, the pleasure is mine. Thank you, Mark.